Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm Rachel. And we are Pelvic Service Announcement. Welcome to Book Club, everybody. Book Club. I'm so excited. I am so excited. We have been wanting to start this for a while now. We just finally decided to get to it. Yeah, Um, we finally read the book. We did. (laughs) We did. Rachel and I both really like to read, um, and we decided let's be productive. Let's read one nonfiction book a month that has to do in some way, shape, or fashion with your pelvic floors. And then we'll read it and recommend it to you guys, let you know what it is and why it's good. Yeah. So if you go on to, if you click the link that is in our bio on Instagram, um, it's begins.ai slash pelvic service announcement. That will take you to kind of an interface where you can choose like, you know, it's got a little picture of us. It's got uh, a little description of our podcast and everything and links to all the platforms where we are streaming this podcast. But we've also added a section on there called book of the month. And so we have already uploaded, um, this book this month and we do have a link for you for, uh, to order it on Amazon. So if you've got a Kindle, you can set it straight to your Kindle. You can order it all the good things. And let me tell you, everybody should read this book. There's a review on the cover. I haven't even told you the name yet, but this review says, buy this book if you have a vagina or if you spend any time at all in reasonably close proximity to one. That is everybody. That is is all of you. So all of you should read this. So to kick it off, our first book is The Vagina Bible. The Vagina Bible was written by Jen Gunter, MD. She's a gynecologist from Canada and she is a genius. She's phenomenal. Not only does this book have a gold mine, a well, a sparkling diamond trove of beautiful information, but it's an easy read. It was so easy to read. I mean, the the amount of research she's got what looks like a chapter of reference I mean literally like mounds of references that she researched she has dug through and taken and broken down in a way that a fifth grader could understand I mean it is just it's well written it's funny it's informative it's all the things I cannot think of a better book to start this with no I can't either and I really liked it because it's such good like medical information and scientific knowledge but she breaks it down in such a way where it doesn't feel like you're reading a textbook like you get all the information that you would get from a medical Mm -hmm. textbook or from a medical journal but it doesn't read like it at all it is like you said it's funny and it's witty and she's like so sassy the entire time and I loved it so you get the same like medical knowledge but it does not read like a textbook yes um and her her dedication in this book says for every woman who has ever been told usually by some dude that she is too wet too dry too gross too loose too tight too bloody or too smelly this book is for you and the way she takes women's health vaginal health all the things all the fluids, noises, odors, everything that comes with having a vagina and normalizes it is 
phenomenal. I so, so well done. Loved every second of it. So what, what does she talk about? Well, everything you could possibly think of related to having a vagina. She talks about anatomy. There is pictures, there is in-depth anatomy. Um, she talks about just how to maintain the vagina, how to clean it, how to remove hair. If you um, need to clean it. If you need to clean it. Yes. Um, she talks about menopause. She talks about menstruating and menstrual products like cups versus tampons versus pads. She talks about what form of birth control is best for the vagina. Um, is it condoms? Is it birth control? What happens with birth control? She talks about pH, STIs, yeast infections. Um, and then she talks about symptoms like itching, pain, odor, like literally everything you could possibly think of. All I, all I could think when I was reading this book was, where was this course when I was in junior high? Literally, I was like, I should have read this so long ago. Like, where has this been? It's basically like a user's manual. Like, yes, that you get. That is, that is such a good description. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, okay, your car comes with a user's guide. I used a rice cooker for the first time this weekend. It came with like a manual. Oh, I like loved it. It, it, was, it changed my, my life. Cooker. They're so great. It changed my They're life. so great. But it's like, it's literally a user's manual guide product description for your own body for your own vagina and I like that she also talks about like some taboo topics too she mm -hmm. talks about STIs she talks about medications and she talks about um she even talks about cannabis like she talks about weed she talks about some cosmetic procedures she talks about food and like how that can impact your vaginal health she talks about essential oils yep you may not like what she has to say about essential oils, <laughs> but she does talk about them. She also has a whole section on myths, and I loved that part so much. And we've talked yes. about doing like a yes. uh, an episode just on myths of the pelvic floor, of the vagina, of the penis, of the booty, like whatever, all the things. And it was so cool to kind of see like some examples in here. And I was just like, wait a second, I have never heard of a coffee enema before. Oh what are you talking about? Yes. Yes. Um, my favorite was when she talked about the um, vaginal tightening sticks, like that that's a thing because everyone, again, what does like Hollywood, the whole like public industry tell us that like, oh, that you got to have a tight vagina or like the whole um, stigma around if you're loose you are sexually promiscuous or whatever and so there's like a whole industry that like has vaginal tightening sticks like that is not a thing no. and so she just like all the things she's not afraid to talk about I mean it's just beautifully done and number one I was like I needed to know this like years ago I didn't, so much of this information I didn't know, so much of it I picked up along the way or learned through being a pelvic health therapist, but I was like, I needed this, like, when I got my first period. I needed yeah. a lot of this yeah. information. I will be giving this to my daughter when, like, she gets her period and we're like, okay, here's Here. a little Easter basket, here's some tampons and pads in the vagina Bible. Hello. Have yeah. at it. Enjoy. Welcome to being a woman. That's like, what I thought. It would be so perfect 
number one, mom needs moms need to know this for themselves. But if you're a mom with an adolescent daughter who's coming up and you're like, how do I broach these topics? Read this book. That way, when your daughter has questions, you have real information and not just, well, once I heard this or I heard you have to do this. Like, what are you telling your daughter about her body? How are you educating her about your body? What do you know about your own body? How are you educating yourself about your own body? So this book is just, it's phenomenal. And the cover, I love the cover. Can we just talk about the cover here? Beautiful. Um, Go check it out on our, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll post it on our Instagram, um, but it'll also be on um, that Beacons website. Um, it's got a big old picture of it right in the Just right like front a pink, and center. It's like a pink zipper that's unzipped. And so it doesn't, like, it's not like a straight up vagina on the cover, but it doesn't If you leave. use your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> I, so when I bought this book, I bought this book at Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> I was there with my husband and he was walking around <laughs> taking a Snapchat to show all his baseball friends that he actually was not illiterate. <laughs> and he was <laughs> in a library. Look, guys, I can read. <laughs> And I remember, like, he's he's like, oh, look, she found her book. And I'm like, look. He's like, and in Snapchat. (laughs) And that's that. And I was like, no, it's going to be so great. He was a good sport about it. He's a good sport. I'm so extra, and he's a pretty good sport about (laughs) all the things I make him talk about. But So supportive. So supportive. It's a good book. And it's one, yeah, with a cover, you might not want to take it on the airplane. I don't know, unless you're bold. But... It's got a lot, a lot of good things and everyone needs to know this. And there's, there's a lot of things while I was reading it, I would like show my like, oh, did you know this? Did you know this? Cause it's good for couples to know. It's good. Your husband needs to know this stuff, your partner, whatever. Again, you should read it if you have a vagina or spend any considerable amount of time around one, near yes. one, next to one. You have a sister, you have a mother, you have a daughter, a wife, yes. girlfriend, She had a section in there about um, transgender yes. and uh, just kind of the, the the transition process and kind of the whole surgical process too. And I did not realize how how impacted transgender men and women are by like the medical sciences. And for me personally, like I've never had a transgender patient. So, like mm-hmm. I can't speak from personal experience, but reading what she had in that section, just about how limited services are available to them and like, they can't get this. They're not taken seriously. They don't get the same screenings. They don't get the same like healthcare provider. And it's like, Oh, well you're transgender. So we don't need to worry about this. And it's like, no, actually we do. Like we still have that organ still have that part. So yeah, no, we still need to look into it. Well, that you, section was good for me because I just had, I mean, you're just not taught about that yeah I had no idea she talked about the surgical process too which I thought was really really interesting Mm -hmm. because I had never heard that before never read about it before anything like that so it was kind of a cool cool experience cool information that I that I never had before yeah um she also spends a whole chapter breaking down different um STIs, like how you get them, how they're transmitted, what signs and symptoms look like, which was super, super beneficial for me because again, the most education I really ever had about STIs was you get them from sex. 
Yeah, and that's about it. And then a myth floating around that you can get them from public toilet seats, which we've talked about. You can't. But, um, like, when should you be concerned? What, like, what puts you at risk? What, what's the screening process like? Just so many really, really good things. And she also had some really good information about UTIs that I highlighted because we see that so much in the clinic. She talks about odor. I mean, literally everything. Um, Your vagina is supposed to smell. Like, yeah. I just want to put that out there. So that was a big one to me. That, okay, let's talk about that. The cleaning of the vagina was huge because that. Oh, yeah. Patients apologize all the time. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sweaty. I didn't shower today. Like, okay, there is a natural yeah. odor to a vagina. It's not a bad thing. No. Um, and so again, we've been told by everyone that it should smell like a a rose garden. Okay. If you want to go sniff a rose garden, go sniff a rose garden. Like don't come to the vagina for a rose garden. No, because, and it was perpetuated by some man who just didn't like the smell and use that as an excuse not to go down on his girlfriend because he realized he didn't know what he was doing and it made him feel like less of a man you find me a single man whose crotch smells like a rose garden (laughs) okay when your penis starts smelling like a rose garden i will try to make my vagina smell like a rose garden for you okay but if you think about it there's like I was literally in the grocery store yesterday buying tampons and right by it, there's like 50 different, I mean, Vagisil and it's like Island Breathe and like, what is this? Where? No, No. there's no, our boss put it really well. She said, that is a self-cleaning oven and I love that and I love Because, and this, that's what this book talks about, like in a healthy, like properly functioning ecosystem, <laughs> literally, there's bacteria that take care of cleaning. It and, should be there. And when you wash with these harsh, fragrant soaps, you can actually disrupt that and you can cause irritation. You can cause all kinds of problems. And really, she said, the only thing you need to clean with is water. That's it. That's, that's it. That's literally it. So, so that was just really, really good information. Um, I also thought the hair removal section was Mm -hmm. super, super interesting because she talked about like shaving, which I shaved for years. Yeah. Um, that can actually be kind of dangerous. It puts you more at risk for ingrown hairs, especially, and she was like, she talks about her personal habits, how she chooses to wax and everything and how she came to that decision. And she was like, I could not be trusted to number one, always have shaving cream. And number two, use a clean razor, like put the cap on. She was like, I would use my razor that had been sitting in my shower for weeks. And she talks about why that's not a good idea and why that's really bad and how like you can shave but you need to prep and exfoliate and just all these things it's just really and you don't have to shave that's completely personal preference and she talks about that too um but like I said just literally anything you could possibly want to know is tackled in this book anything and everything it's a really 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 good good read Mm -hmm. I was trying to think about like what my favorite part was there's so many good ones didn't know um she did say something that i thought was super interesting 
that I didn't know was condoms with spermicide on them are actually really bad. Yep. I did not know that. But plain condoms are actually the best. Like, So the best form of birth control for your vaginal ecosystem is what I'm calling it, <laughs> is condoms. Lots of, lots of really good information. My favorite part was the bottom line on underwear. And she talked about this myth that like wearing white cotton underwear was like the best for your, your vaginal health or whatever. And she was so funny. She was like, if our vaginas were so delicate that it depended on not only the color, but the makeup of whatever it whatever fabric we were putting on them we would have died off a long time ago so i like that that was funny and you don't even have to wear underwear which was great news for me because i literally never do so yeah unless i'm wearing jeans i'm not wearing underwear yeah spoiler alert learn something new about me today there's way too much information that we share on here but that's okay (laughs) i like to think it makes us more relatable it's girl talk it's girl talk one of my favorite and i don't know when this became one of my soapboxes but i guess again this is just another one of those hills i've chosen to die on um she literally has a section called do i need testosterone And you've heard me talk about this because that's my biggest pet peeve when women specifically have a pelvic floor dysfunction and instead of treating the dysfunction, we're like, oh, sex hurts, so you don't want to have sex, so you can't feel sex, or you can't climax, we'll just put you on testosterone and then you'll want to have sex, so then at least your husband's getting sex, even though you don't enjoy it, because you're going to want to have it and increase your libido. So, don't really in most cases, love when my patients are on testosterone, especially if it's the pelvic floor dysfunction that's the problem. But this is what she said in the do I need testosterone portion. No one has demonstrated that vaginal testosterone is beneficial. It can cause significant clitoral enlargement and can be absorbed into the bloodstream, causing other negative effects. So no, essentially, in most cases was her answer to that which I loved because that's pretty much what I've been telling patients. Um, Also, another super awesome thing about this book is, number one, you can read chapters as standalones. So say you're just like, well, I want to get it, but I'm really just interested in this right now. Go read that chapter and then like skip around. You don't, it's a pretty thick book. You don't have to just read it cover to cover. Um, And then at the end of each chapter, there's a little gray box and it's called the bottom line. And it literally has bullet points of everything, like the the high points, the the key things that she talked about in here. So that was super, super helpful, kind of like to wrap it all up. I'm trying to find the one at the end of the contraceptive. That was chapter 21, if that's helpful to you at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So that chapter was all about essentially birth control and her bullet points for that chapter said condoms are highly protective for vaginal bacteria, which is what kind of we were talking about earlier. Um, The estrogen containing pill birth control and the contraceptive ring may increase vaginal discharge. So she talks about the different differences between birth control pills Um, She says the estrogen-containing pill increases healthy vaginal bacteria 
but may be associated with small increased risks of yeast infections. Most women have no issues from IUDs, um, but if you have a recurrent yeast infection, biofilm should be considered. And then hormonal birth control does not appear to be associated with an increased risk of transmission of HIV with the exception of one, which she names. So again, at the end of every chapter, she's kind of like, here are the high points. It's super, super interesting. Um, Oh, did you read the part about the G-spot? I did. I thought that was so (sighs) interesting. Let's talk about the G-spot. Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. We just, we have to. So basically, if you don't know, the quote unquote G-spot, um, is basically a spot, quote unquote, in the vaginal wall, supposedly, um, that is the quote unquote key to achieving an earth shattering vaginal orgasm. Um, G-spot was uh, kind of invented by a doctor that kind of discovered that using, um, if your fingers are inserted, kind of using that come here motion with the finger kind of stimulates an orgasm. And she just kind of think that this region of the vaginal wall is kind of like the key of the female orgasm. Uh, spoiler alert. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. So that has led to things like physicians injecting like collagen into that area, calling it like the G-shock treatment. All these like plastic surgery procedures surrounded around this idea of a G-spot. Well, now you make it. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I interrupted. You're fine. Spoiler alert. The G-spot doesn't actually exist. It's not part of your anatomy. There is no MRI, no CT scan that has a bright blinking neon arrow the saying here it doesn't it's not it's not there it's not a thing it feels good yeah but it's not an actual spot there's no difference in tissue there's no change in anatomy nothing it's just the internal portion of the clitoris like it all and that's what she said basically it's what she said it all comes back to the clitoris so don't get the g-shock shot don't whatever please don't inject anything into your vagina without seeing a gynecologist, a pelvic floor physical therapist, a needle in my vagina ramps up my overactivity yeah. even more. The thought of a needle in my vagina ramps up my overactivity. She talks about diet. Um, that was another one I loved because I've always heard um, eating more sugar will put you at risk for a yeast infection. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, really? I actually had a friend in college. Um, I was like, hey, do you want, I think it was like birthday cake. She was like, no, I have a yeast infection. I've been getting them. I'm trying not to eat sugar. And that's, a, like, I've always heard that Wild. my whole life. That's not real. That's not a thing. I've heard that eating pineapples or drinking pineapple juice will make you taste sweeter. I've heard that as well. Also, not true. Bullshit. I've also heard that coffee makes you taste bad, and I love coffee and (laughs) also that's not true so drink all the bladder irritants that you want (laughs) it's gonna irritate your bladder but it's not gonna make your vagina smell bad so no (laughs) oh so drink your coffee if you want your coffee but I again we tried not to get I didn't I could have sat on here for probably three hours and just gone chapter by chapter 
but I want you guys to have this. In, I want this in your library. Buy a physical copy. Do not buy the ebook. Buy a copy. Keep it on your shelf. Tell your friends about it. Tell your daughters about it. Um, run, don't walk to buy this book yep. because it's phenomenal. You need it. You it's need well it. written. It's witty. It's funny. It's an easy read. And she just makes it easy. Like she spoon feeds you the information yeah yeah. it's just gives it to you on a silver platter yeah so highly recommend the book again it is on um if you go to our instagram at pelvic service announcement that link in our bio will take you to our psa interface and there is a link to the book on amazon right there um front and center so i she can't brag on it because she did it and she's just not that person. But that Beacons website, y'all, is awesome. It has, it is just so cute. Rachel put it together. It's all Rachel. Um, I am illiterate in that, <laughs> in that technology aspect, aspect. And every time I'm like, oh, it would be cool if we could do this. She's like, okay, I actually took what you said and ran with it. And it's like the most awesome thing ever or things I never would have even thought about doing. Rachel's like, yeah, so I actually incorporated this in the (laughs) website. It does this now like this book club. So she's put a lot of work into it. I love the results. It's awesome. It's so fun. I hope you guys like the book review. We've got a whole list of books we're planning on doing. Some are very specific to the pelvic floor. Um, The one next month is a little more whole body in general yeah I'm really really excited this one has come highly recommended so be on the lookout for that um if there's anything you guys want us to read or any recommendations yeah you please have, let us know anything you want to try out yeah that's what we're here for we're here for you guys so that was this month's book club yeah we'll we have another be- one next month we're gonna have hopefully every month is kind of kind of our plan yeah. where we're gonna go with this so so again thanks for listening And we will see you guys next week. Bye.